Not my wheelhouse. Some things are not in your wheelhouse. For me, mountain climbing, saving lives, running a big organization are clearly not. Maybe if I had started early and kept at it, I might have done any one of these. But at this stage, no. These things are easy for each of us to identify, and the list gets longer the older you get. Some things are definitely in your wheelhouse. You're pretty good at them and do them regularly, like building websites, doing graphic design, managing small organizations' online presence, and creating nice living spaces are for me. Or maybe you're not good at them, but life is throwing them at you every day, so you better figure them out. These two are easy to identify. If you reset your mind to look at every boring or challenging area of your life as grist for the mill of mastery. Some I've observed in my present life. Picking a good office chair. The latest failure is the prestigious and expensive Herman Miller Aeron chair going back this week. Combating the ill effects of too much sitting at the computer and a too sedentary lifestyle a seemingly never-ending saga. In the latest chapter, standing became like sitting, too still, rendering my $1,000 stand-up desk less effective. Finding ways to encourage intimacy with people who are miles and sometimes thousands of miles away. I keep wondering how much of this is lack of creativity with my friends and how much has to do with failing to find ways to connect more meaningfully with the people who are nearby, but ideologically dissimilar to me. Being a good cat mom. Every cat I've had has arrived slim, blimped out, and then I've fought with them over food for the rest of their lives. (laughs) Clearly my problem. Of all these, only the intimacy question feels big at the level of life lessons, although we shouldn't dismiss the fat cat for important life lessons. It's hard, unglamorous, and I want to just shove it away. It reminds me of the way I used to feel when my dad would go on about the importance of family, back when the family dynamics were less than satisfying. But over time, as we've hammered and forged the relationship, each contributing in our own way, it has become something truly fine, a shout for joy, a celebration. I love my family so much. Gatherings are like this rare and beautiful thing that lately make me want to cry. (laughs) I would think I'm growing maudlin in my old age, But my 20-year-old niece is right there with me, so I think it's actually really cool. For years after I crash-landed here after graduate school, I felt like my wings were clipped. All the roads out into the world were closed, and the rich social life I'd grown accustomed to narrowed right down to just my family and co-workers. Only now do I see the gift that's come of that. So maybe, just maybe... There's something similar going on with my conservative country neighbors and my partner's family. A very rugged diamond in the rough. 
These are hard, hard things to grapple with, and I suspect that the answers will be up to me. In the last category is shit that's not my business, but I might get sucked into thinking it is. Like, as I alluded to in my last post, making it big somehow with my blog. Not on social media. My grandiose visions have not included social media for about a decade since I bailed from Facebook. I do not wish to be an influencer or to get a million subscribers, and I remain untempted by the latest social media craze. But it came into crystal clear focus when I got the pro tips for succeeding with my YouTube channel or podcast from the first friend I talked to since I wrote about wanting to have unscripted, long-form conversations with my friends and record them. When I asked if he'd like to do that sometime, he gave me the above-mentioned tips and then told me he wasn't going to make his debut on social media that way. Full stop. He had other better offers he wasn't going to do either. I had to laugh. This person is someone I genuinely love, who is also very eccentric, to the point of being a little crazy, as are most of my close friends. We match. (laughs) So I didn't hold it against him. But it did rise to the level of comedy, given that I hesitated a little about asking him, since we usually end up arguing at some point over conspiracy theories. Me. The earth is round. Him. I mean, I know they want you to think that. Me. No, it just is round. Him. I just think you should look at the evidence. Me. I have looked at it. Him. I mean, I'm just saying keep an open mind. Me blowing a gasket because I do believe in truth. Which brings me to my suspicion that the rush into the YouTube and podcast space may be a little outside of my wheelhouse. It sure seems to get farther away the closer I get to it, which is always a sign. We'll see. But I think I'm going to do like I did with web development and drop it for now. If it comes back to me, it was always mine. If not, I've set another idea free. Also, you may notice I haven't quit the blog. This is also a reference to my last post, Be Here Now, Focus on What is Right in Front of Me. I guess I'm in the awkward position of having made a promise, and I like keeping my promises. It's good for the spine.